his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Oh my God, the building fell. The South building just crumbled from the top. Well, the sun did rise this morning, but it rose on a physically changed New York and a psychically changed America. The nation's sense of security shaken. New York's skyline missing two of its most prominent buildings. The Pentagon seriously damaged. Four commercial airliners hijacked and used as guided missiles. Yesterday's terrorist attacks on the nation are being called the worst tragedy ever to befall the United States. And this before we have a real sense of the death toll. Estimated to be somewhere in the thousands, but still for practical purposes unknown. We are getting our first sense of how bad things might be. Ferries carted loads of bodies across the Hudson River all night. Three cab companies ripped seats from their vans to then transport those bodies to the military ocean terminal in Bayonne. And again, there's still no word on the numbers involved. Life in and around New York will remain fairly disrupted this morning and no doubt for some time to come, especially for those with travel plans. New York City public and parochial schools are closed. There are other closings as well. We'll get to them soon. Right now, though, traffic and transit on the ones. Well, we'll delay that now to to go to Mayor Giuliani. From a surrounding area of uh, around this perimeter area this morning. We are also going to show you a picture. Ordered at airports once flights do resume. All right, we're having some trouble pulling that up, so let's go to Traffic and Transit on the Ones and Pizzoriello. Lee, all bridges and tunnels coming into Manhattan are going to be closed until further notice. In addition, the Lincoln and the Holland Tunnels are shut down in both directions. The Bayonne Bridge, the Gothels Bridge, and the Outer Bridge Crossing, Staten Island bound, are also closed until further notice. The Brooklyn Battery and the Queens Midtown Tunnels are also shut down in both directions. Okay, Pete, we've uh, loaded up from there, and uh, we're going to go to him now. The reality is that we have... Looks like about 202 firefighters that are still missing. And uh, police officers, both New York City and Port Authority police officers of the uh, uniform personnel, we probably have about 260 people that, we're, that are unaccounted for, that, that, uh, that we're searching for. And, of course, we don't know what the death toll will be uh, with regard to the actual, uh, the actual building. But uh, 200, could, 202 firefighters, you say, and 200, I mean, those numbers just two, two, tear two, your heart. 259 uniform service members, which would be made up of the New York City Fire Department, uh, the New York City Police Department, and the Port Authority Police Department. The uh, two people that we rescued uh, late last night or early in the morning were, um, were two um, Port Authority police officers. So I, I just want to get that straight. You say 259 uniformed people overall, 202 firefighters, did you say? Correct. That would leave 57 uh, police, police or police, police, police officers and Port Authority police officers. Oh, and, then, and, the, and then, of course, we're, um, we're talking about uh, the possibility of... Uh, you know, of thousands of people, we don't know that we don't know the numbers yet. With, with regard to whoever was unlucky enough uh, 
unfortunate enough to have been left in the building when, when the two buildings collapsed. Can you give me some sense of just the magnanimity of this task? No. Uh, the magnanimity of the task is uh, uh, weeks and weeks of, uh, of cleanup, which we have to take a day at a time, and we will. You've got, you've got a, essentially a, a five-story or, or higher pile of rubble where each of those buildings were, right? Correct, and then, and then uh, smaller ones uh, for the other buildings and the other damage that was done. Other, other buildings came down, other buildings were hit and, da and damaged, so uh, we, we're going to have to take this a day, a day at a time, and I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way out of this, and the city is going to come out of this stronger and more determined than it ever was before, but you know, we have to understand that we're all going to have very difficult emotions about this and very difficult feelings about it. Uh, we worked late into the night organizing the effort for today and tomorrow, and we have tremendous amount of assistance. We actually have more volunteers than we need right now, which is really wonderful. I, I, when I was there... Mr. Mayor, it's Diane Sawyer. Yeah, Diane. I just wanted to ask, you mentioned that two had been rescued. You were in contact with a third. Can you tell us how you're in contact with that third person? Uh, we're in voice contact with him. The uh, fire and police uh, rescue team is able to talk to him. He's uh, trapped right now. And uh, they're, you know trying to rescue him, trying to get him out, they're, they're, they're able to, to talk to him. You had mentioned before that there had been calls, some cell phone calls. Uh, any other calls? There are, there, yes, there are others. Still? Um, there, 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 there are other reports of calls. And part of, part, of the, uh, part of the difficulty is making sure you put them all together and you're not talking about the same ones. So they're in, you know, they're in different parts of the area. Uh, hoping that they're they're in contact with people. There's, a, there's only one that I know of that's an actual ongoing uh, rescue effort right now. I'm curious as to how that person could have survived. Any sense of me? Is he in some sort of pocket or? or yeah. That, the the uh, yesterday I I visited this firefighter at uh, St. Vincent's Hospital, whose entire company was saved because they were in a void, and they were in the void for five hours, and. Uh, their colleagues are missing, and they believe their colleagues may be dead. But uh, this group of uh, six or seven firefighters were in a void, and therefore they were protected. And when they finally were extricated, they were shocked to find that the whole building had come down because they had been in this protected void. They heard the explosion. They heard everything else, but everything just fell around them. So we're hopeful that there are going to be other situations like this in this mass uh, building coll building collapses, that there'll be areas where there were protected pockets. Uh, Mr. Mayor, you mentioned the 41 fatalities that you know about at this point, and we know this is, this is just the beginning, but I wonder if you can give us any sense of how many people were reported missing overnight, any sense of that magnitude? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have the civilian numbers in terms of reported missing. I don't know. I don't know how many. I, I would just be guessing at that number. We, I know we had uh, 1,700 injuries that we know of of people that we took to the hospital or people that we where we where we accounted for their injuries, anywhere from very serious to uh, to minor injuries. So that I means 1,700 injuries. A couple of other from reports. One incident is is horrendous, obviously. Sure. sure. Uh, a couple of other reports I wanted to ask you about. One report that ferries were ferrying bodies across the river and across the Hudson River as often as 10 minutes into the night. Uh, you, you mean, you mean uh, are you talking about dead bodies? That's no. right. 
Uh, I don't know of that report. The, the, de the dead are being taken to the medical examiner's office? Yes. They're all, they're, right now, the procedure is that they're all being taken to the medical examiner's office. Uh, uh, medical examiner Hirsch is... Um, uh, confident that he can handle uh, at least the original numbers. We have a we have another site in the Bronx and then another site in Manhattan. But uh, right now, uh, as I said, there's there's only 41 that we've that we can account account for. Mr. Mayor, let me ask you about the conditions of the city of New York. Uh, last night we heard that that everything essentially south of. 14th Street, and for those people around the country who don't know New York very well, that's an enormous amount of, uh, of real estate territory. A lot of neighborhoods, sure, very that, major that, neighborhoods. That area is the um, that area is the third largest business district uh, in the country. Uh, Midtown Manhattan is the largest, Chicago, and then the Lower Manhattan is the third largest business district in the United States. So that gives you a sense of the the scope of it. The scope of it is uh, it's a very very big area, and probably financial capital of the world. And that is that is going to be closed down to all but emergency vehicles for how long? That's going to be closed down all day today. I, we're not going to make a decision until uh, probably this afternoon, about tomorrow. Uh, again, because we want to take this a day at a time. But the core area where the cleanup is being done, I mean, you're talking in terms of days and weeks that it's going to take to, uh, to clean that up. Right. And we want to do it carefully. There's also the consideration that it's a crime scene, so we want we want to work under the direction of the police and the FBI to make sure that we retain the evidence that they're going to need to figure out uh, you know what happened and uh, hopefully be able to bring people to justice for this. And a question about the heightened security in New York, Mr. Mayor. We have reports this morning that the aircraft carrier USS George Washington is now in position off the coast of the city. We also have reports that NORAD, the North American Air Defense Command, has gone on alert and activated F-15, F-16 fighter planes flying combat air patrol over New York. And AWACS planes are now currently up in the air. Just asking you, are there any signs, any warnings that there could be more, that there might be something today? Uh, I checked as of 15 minutes ago, and there are no specific threats of any kind. There is general concern, as there should be, and I uh, appreciate very, very much the personal uh, concern of the President of the United States, the United States Navy, all of whom called us yesterday and talked to us. And they're taking special precautions because of what happened yesterday. But there is no specific piece of information. Uh, but I, the people of the city of New York very much appreciate that. Obviously, as they wake up this morning, uh, they're going to be confronting uh, an attack on New York and on the United States in dimensions that we've never experienced before in our history. And Mayor Giuliani, live on 1010 Winds, actually appearing on one on any other day would be ABC's Good Morning America. And he had some hard numbers for us, some of the first we've had, and they are hard numbers indeed. 259 uniformed service per personnel of New York City, that would be firefighters and police, are missing or known dead. Of that number, 202 firefighters, 57 police officers or Port Authority police officers. As for actual known dead, the mayor put that number at 41, but obviously that is going to grow as rescue workers make their way f through the rubble. When the mayor came on, we were trying to give you a report of uh, traffic and transit, which is substantially disrupted this morning. Morning. Let's pick that up again. Winds News Time 711, and here's Pete Toriello. Lee, the Lincoln, the Holland tunnels are shut down in both directions. The George Washington Bridge, New York bound, is closed. New Jersey bound, lower level is closed, but open to New Jersey on the upper deck. The Bayonne Bridge, the Gothels Bridge, and the Outer Bridge crossing New York.
northbound are closed. The MTA tells us that the uh, Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and the Midtown Tunnel are shut down both ways. The Tiboro Bridge has no access to or from Manhattan. Over at the Verrazano Bridge, the Brooklyn-bound upper level is closed and the lower level is open to the Belt Parkway and Fort Hamilton Parkway traffic only. The southbound Henry Hudson uh, Bridge is closed. In fact, the Henry Hudson Parkway is shut down southbound at 232nd Street. The Brooklyn Bridge is shut down both ways, as is the Manhattan Bridge. Williamsburg Bridge is uh, open going into Brooklyn. The 59th Street Bridge, Manhattan-bound, both levels are closed. The eastbound lower deck is also shut down. You can use the upper level to get into Queens. The Gowanus Expressway is shut down inbound at Fort Hamilton Parkway. Both the Harlem River Drive and the uh, West Side Highway are shut down from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery. A lot of closings in New Jersey, too. Eastbound 3 is closed at 495. You're not going to get to the GWB off of eastbound 446 or the southbound Palisades Parkway, of course. Uh, 17, the southbound ramp to Route 80 is also shut down. And coming in from Nassau County, they have closed the westbound LIE, northern and southern parkways at the Queens Line. New Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad providing as near to normal service as possible. There is some path train service available and city subways. Most service has been resumed with the exception of the 3, the C and the Q Express and all stations in Manhattan from Canal Street South remain closed. Lee? All right, Pete. Now, as uh, you indicated, there are quite a few closures and if you are planning a route that involves any of the closed bridges or tunnels, be aware that it could have some uh, rather severe consequences on the 1010 Winds Newsline with us now is a listener who has been stuck at the Gothels Bridge. Uh, you tell us for approximately 15 hours now, is that correct? I've been here since 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And why are they not letting you go one way or the other? They, they're letting people in from Staten Island into Jersey, but you cannot cross the bridge to go to Staten Island, and they can't give us a reason why. There's at least two or 300 cars sitting here. People have been at the Exxon station. There's nothing to eat. Everybody slept in their cars all night long. Have any options been given you in terms of getting out of there, like even walking out? No, you can't walk over the bridge. You can't do anything. They will not let you go through at all. Okay, sorry to hear that. I hope that uh, clears up soon. And I thanks, hope so too. thanks for calling in and let that service of warning to others who uh, might contemplate a route that involves any of the many closures that we have traffic and transit-wise this morning. Well, we heard from Mayor Giuliani a short time ago. He gave us uh, some of the first hard numbers regarding this tragedy. 259 uniformed service personnel missing believe dead. 41 people are known dead. That number is going to climb. Rescue efforts continue at this hour. 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones is about as close as they're letting anyone get to the rescue scene. Al? Yeah, you can walk around the perimeter here as long as you stay back of uh, Chamber Street. That's about as close as they're going to let you get. And really, I'm not sure that too many of us want to get much closer. Um, the, the surprising thing, I guess, is that uh, the whole time I've been here, very few ambulances leaving the area. Uh, there was a 50-year-old man who was pulled out of the rubble um, not too long ago. He was dazed, uh, banged up quite a bit, but was speaking, was uh, conscious, and was taken to St. Vincent's. But uh, there, haven't, there haven't been that many people taken out of here by ambulance, which means that they're not finding a lot of people that need uh, medical attention. I talked with a Dr. David Pryor, who is a uh, trauma surgeon. He came down from the University of Pennsylvania uh, volunteering his time, and he's been here since yesterday afternoon, and he has treated mostly uh, bruises and bumps. Uh, he's a trauma specialist, and he said uh, the frightening thing for him is that uh, outside of the walking wounded, the people who needed uh, treatment and then left, uh, it's been uh, people who are dead, and he goes, there's almost nothing in between. And uh, 
with so many people that work in that complex and so few people um, that are being uh, that are coming out of it, or so few people that uh, have been accounted for, it's it's quite frightening to think of how many people are missing. And uh, you look back uh, on Greenwich Avenue is probably the worst scene. Um, the steel girders that used to form the, uh, the the ceilings for each one of these floors pancake down. Uh, there's nine or ten of them sandwiched down where probably there used to be maybe one floor of the building. It's just girder on top of girder with no room in between. And that gives you an idea of how much uh, force there was when this entire building just came down. And that's World Trade Center number one. That's the one that we can see here from the north side of the complex. But again, the, the digging for the most part is being done by hand or small machine. The real big equipment kind of hovers on the sides here. It's being used to haul away debris and there's plenty of it. But uh, very little of the real heavy-duty digging is going on because the hopes are that there are still people inside and they want to take it easy. The firefighters concentrating a lot of their effort over where the pedestrian bridge used to cross West Street. The bridge came down, but they believe there are people buried inside. So that's where a lot of the effort is right now. Uh, but again, not a lot of people being uh, pulled out of here. Um, not a lot of ambulances taking rushing people to the hospital. So uh, hope for, for many of these people is starting to dwindle, and uh, firefighters, police officers, EMS officials, uh, you can see it in their faces uh, that they really fear the worst and that we really have not seen that much uh, to give you a lot of hope. Lee? Okay, Mayor Giuliani indicated that the city did, in fact, have more help than it needed at this point, but that might be more of an indication that there are many thousands of people who are just beyond help at this point. Winds News Time 717. The big question this morning is who did it? And the investigators are beginning to develop some information on that. 1010 Winds Newsman James Faraday has been looking at that angle. James? Well, Lee, Osama bin Laden finds himself atop the list of suspects in yesterday's audacious terrorist attacks on New York and Washington. U.S. officials are reportedly focusing on the Saudi exile, who's also a suspect in the U.S. embassy bombings. Bin Laden, for his part, denies any involvement in the attacks, but a Pakistani TV report quotes one of its aides as saying the terrorist mastermind thanked Allah for the death and destruction and praised the people who carried out the hijackings and plane crashes. Reaction from around the world has been swift. At the Vatican, Pope John Paul wasted no time in condemning the attacks. I ask God to grant the American people the strength and courage they need at this time. In the Middle East, where Palestinians were seen dancing in the streets to celebrate the attacks, Palestinian spokeswoman Hanan Ashrari denounced the actions of the terrorists. I think it's the worst terrorist attack in the history of humanity, and it's a blow to humanity as a whole. It's a crime that is of, of just absolute immorality and evil. On Capitol Hill, newsman Vic Ratner says Congress will be in session today. Open again one day after the terrorist attacks. Congress is likely to pass a resolution condemning those responsible and, as House Speaker Dennis Hastert put it, showing support for the nation's leaders. We will stand with the president, we will stand with this government, and we will stand as Americans together through this time. Scores of lawmakers from both parties joined their leaders in an emotional gathering on the steps of the Capitol last night, singing God Bless America. At the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue, CNN's Kelly Wallace tells us what's happening at the White House. He will begin his day getting an up-to-date briefing from his national security team on the latest concerning the investigation, as well as the search and rescue efforts. He's also in 
invited a group, bipartisan congressional leaders, over to the White House. And at that time, Mr. Bush will come before the cameras again. His message will be that the U.S. government is doing everything it can to assist in the disaster areas in New York, Pennsylvania, and then, of course, at the Pentagon here in Washington, D.C. He will also say that uh, the work of the government goes on, and again, that the U.S. will do everything possible to find those responsible. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds News anchor Lee Harris. It's 61 degrees. We have clear skies in New York. It will be going up to a sunny and usually pleasant 78, but this will not be a pleasant day in New York City. About all we can hope is that it was better than yesterday. For the latest news, anytime, anywhere, set a news button on your car radio to 1010 Winds. New York City's most listened to radio station. Jim Maloney is at the editor's desk. Clearly we're in the middle of the worst ever act of terrorism directed at the United States on domestic soil. Oh my God, the building fell! The South building just crumbled from the top! Oh my God! There's no words to describe what's going on out there. I mean, these bodies are coming a half hour later, still coming out of the goddamn sky. It's the morning after all that, and New Yorkers who were able to sleep last night, and there likely weren't many, will discover that yesterday's nightmare is not one they can awake from. The city, the nation, the world have been forever changed by yesterday's events, which are being called, probably without any fear of exaggeration, the worst tragedy to ever befall the United States. In summary, the World Trade Center towers are no more, so it is feared on the thousands of people who were in those towers when they hit were hit by commercial airliners turned into guided missiles at the hands of hijacker terrorists. A similar attack was launched on the Pentagon, also with substantial loss of life. But unlike the World Trade Center, the Pentagon does stand today. It is open for business. There's plenty of business to be conducted there, and we'll get to that in a moment right now. Wins News Time 721, time for traffic and transit on the ones with Pitoriello. City-bound Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels are all closed until further notice. The Verrazano Bridge, we have uh, the Staten Island bound open on both levels. No tolls charged there, and the Brooklyn-bound upper level is also shut down at this time. But the lower deck to Brooklyn is open. And then when you get off the bridge in Brooklyn, you must exit at Fort Hamilton or the Belt Parkway. Those are the only uh, routings available to you off the Verrazano. Staten Island crossings, the Gothels and the Bay own bridges and the outer bridge crossing are shut down into Staten Island, open to New Jersey, as you heard from one 1010 Winds listener just a short time ago. Uh, one Many motorists spent the night at the Gothels Bridge, uh, stuck out there for more than 15 hours. All domestic flights leaving Newark, JFK, and LaGuardia, of course, are grounded at least until noon today, at which time the FAA will make some sort of a decision. Uh, city subways, the MTA says the one and two trains are operating from the Bronx down to 34th Street. The number one is on local only from Van Cortland Park. Park 242nd Street down to 34th Street. The number two is express only down to 34th Street. The three line is suspended. The fours are operating from Woodlawn in the Bronx down to New Lots in Brooklyn, skipping Union Square to Borough Hall. And the number five trains are operating Dyer Avenue in the Bronx down to Flatbush Avenue, but skipping Union Square and Borough Hall. The number six is operating only as far as Bleecker Street. City uh, parking regulations are suspended until further notice, and we'll have more shadow traffic coming up very shortly here on 1010 Wensley. All right, Pete, as we've been mentioning over the last 22 hours or so, ever since this tragedy began to unfold, we still have no really clear sense of the loss of life, other than that it is clearly enormous. Mayor Giuliani did give us some hard numbers about uh, 15, 20 minutes ago. He says there are 259 uniform service personnel missing or dead, among them 202 firefighters, and as for actual dead, 
141 known dead. Ferries were taking bodies across the river all night. We have a report of that, although the mayor claimed not to be aware of it. And, of course, uh, he has a lot of things to stay up with, so it's conceivable that not everything has crossed his desk. One uh, disturbing bit of information comes from St. Vincent's Hospital, where initially they were flooded with uh, wounded and walking wounded. Tenton Winds newsman John Montone is there, and lately they haven't taken anyone in, John. Is that correct? Not since last night, Lee. And actual, actually, it's the worst possible situation uh, here, and that is quiet. Uh, almost nothing happening. The uh, triage unit stand at the ready uh, inside and outside of the hospital. Three times as many doctors and nurses are here. Uh, uh, they are waiting, hoping for people uh, to be pulled out of the rubble of the World Trade Center. But the truth is that since last night, there have been no new patients. Uh, St. Vincent's executive, Mark Ackerman, uh, addressed us a few moments ago, and he expressed the hope, but in very realistic terms, that this place would soon be abuzz with activity. We are ready for what we hope will be additional survivors today. We are the closest trauma center. And thus, if there are any miraculous recoveries from the wreckage, they will most likely be brought here. Now, a trauma room doctor told me that... Um by using Oklahoma City as an example, uh, 24 hours after the uh, bomb blast went off, there were some victims rescued. So they are hoping against hope, uh, as well are hoping, that uh, that is the case today, that they will find some of those people who are buried uh, uh, beneath the rubble, that some of them will be alive, that they can be brought here, and that they can uh, be saved. Um, uh, another issue addressed by uh, the doctor, the trauma room doctor, I was talking to is the psychological trauma. He was telling me that New Yorkers who were near ground zero, and even some of those who weren't, who just witnessed this, uh, listening to us on the radio, watching on TV, he says may find themselves overwhelmed by the enormity of this tragedy, that it will begin sinking in over the next few days. He said if it's just generalized anxiety and nervousness and lack of sleep, you know, call your physician. But if it's something more serious, you know, then, then get your uh, into a hospital. There are psychiatrists, mental health uh, experts here to treat people. As far as raw numbers from here, uh, 360... John, I'm going to cut you short because we have uh, Mayor Giuliani on the live line. Good morning, Your Honor. We saw you on uh, ABC a short time ago and you finally had some uh, numbers uh, regarding loss of life among uniformed service personnel. Could you repeat that information for us, please? Uh Right now, uh, we, we're looking for about, about 259 members of the uniformed service, about 202 firefighters, then the rest are New York City police officers and Port Authority police officers. So, so far, we have um, 41 fatalities where we've recovered, uh, we've recovered the person and accounted for it. But, um, you know, those numbers are just the very beginning of the recovery effort. Uh, you indicated also that rescue workers were in contact with uh, one and possibly two individuals still buried in the rubble. What can you uh, tell us about that? Well, they, they, recovered, um, they recovered two people. There was at least a third person with, with those two people that they recovered, and they are in voice communication with that person right now and in the process of trying to extricate him. And uh, at least that's, that's the one that I, that, uh, that's the most active right now. We also have reports of cell phone calls from inside uh, the debris 
whether that's the same situation or other situations, we're tracking that down right now. Okay, well, let's hope that it's additional we're, people. We're, we, we, we have to hope all day as we go through this recovery effort that we're going to be able to save some lives. I mean, that's, that's hope, and that's the way in which we focus these efforts. So let's, let's keep praying and hoping that that's the case. Okay, Mayor Giuliani, people in New York City, some will not be able to get to work today. It looks like a, a goodly many will not be able to and should not go to work today. What advice can you give people on how to most constructively spend their time today? I, I would say uh, with your family and uh, reflecting on reflecting on what happened and uh, if you can help and support uh, some of the people that are sustaining losses, that would be enormously helpful. I, I people uh, realize what happens here. They're, they're going to see that uh, many, many people are affected. But thank you very much. Okay, we'll let you go about your business, Mayor Giuliani, and uh, it is substantial business indeed. We were talking to uh, 1010 Winds newsman John Montone. He was down at St. Vincent's Hospital and let us know that, uh, unfortunately, they had not taken anyone in there since last night, but rescue efforts are underway in the rubble. They are in communication with at least a few people, possibly, who are buried, and uh, hopefully they will be transported to St. Vincent's sometime today in savable condition. Winds News Time, 720. Uh, in addition to the massive problems with transportation this morning, there are some uh, elements of the transportation system open, but quite a few are not open. There are many cancellations, including New York City Public and parochial schools. They're closed today. 1010 Winds newsman Brian Carey is with us and has a list of some of the other closings. Brian? Well, the state and federal courts and borough courts, employees there should stay home today unless contacted and jurors should not report for jury duty. The Empire State Building, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and all businesses below 14th Street in Manhattan, including Wall Street, the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, and the Amex, and the New York headquarters of AXA Financial closed today. Borough of Manhattan Community College on Chamber Street is closed. All other CUNY schools are open today. The Brooklyn Center of Long Island University has canceled classes. All non-essential employees at LU, Brooklyn, being told to stay home. St. John's University canceling all classes and all offices there closed except for the essential staff. You know who you are. All facilities of the New York Public Library are closed. The Bank Street Graduate School, Cope Institute, Fashion Institute of Technology, Juilliard School all closed. In Westchester, the Halland School is closed. In New Jersey, the Young School and Elementary... Bogota schools, the Secaucus District, Bayonne schools, Weehawken schools, the Jersey City District, Passaic Catholic Regional, the A. Harry Moore School, New Jersey City University, Rutgers Newark, Rutgers New Brunswick, Rutgers Technical Training Programs, and Ramapo College all closed today. Lee. Winds News Time, 7.30. It's 63 degrees and clear in New York. We'll be going up to 78 today in Midtown. We'll get you another check of traffic and transit in just one minute. There are many places you really shouldn't go today in and around New York City. This is uh, having a rather disastrous effect on the world of sports and entertainment as well. A secondary concern, but a concern nevertheless. In 1010 Winds Newsman Steve Torrey has more on that. Before yesterday's tragedy, baseball's focus was on the playoff races and Barry Bond's pursuit of Mark McGuire's single season and home run record. All of that is on hold today. An entire day schedule postponed yesterday. And other than work stoppages, it's the first time that's happened since the death of President Roosevelt in 1945. The Yankees have already postponed tonight's game with the White Sox in the Bronx. The White Sox plan to take a bus out of the city today and head for Cleveland, which likely means more games will be wiped out. The Mets, who were scheduled to play the Pirates in Pittsburgh, were forced out of their hotel, which was near a federal building, and as a security precaution, moving to one in the suburbs. College football decide today whether 
scheduled to play this weekend. And the NFL, which to this day regrets playing on the weekend following the assassination of President Kennedy in 1963, expected to make a decision on this weekend's game within the next day or so. The NHL's Los Angeles Kings mourning the deaths of two employees today. Director of Pro Scouting Ace Bailey and Mark Davis, another scout with the club, were among those on the United Airlines flight from Boston, the second plane to crash into the World Trade Center. Steve Torrey, 1010 Winds News. Winds News Time 731. Your traffic options limited this morning, but not non-existent. Let's find out what works and what doesn't. With traffic and transit on the ones, here's Pete Torrey. Yeah, pretty much limited to mass transit with the uh, Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels all around the map shut down coming into Manhattan until further notice. Also, the FDR Drive and the West Side Highway are shut down uptown and downtown bound from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery. The inbound Gowanus is shut down at Fort Hamilton Parkway and the southbound Henry Hudson Parkway is closed at 232nd Street. We have uh, the Tappan Zee Bridge open in both directions, but as you could imagine, with that being one of the only bridges anywhere near Manhattan that's open, it is very, very congested. Coming in from Rockland County over to the Westchester side, and then you're going to have a lot of traffic, obviously, winding its way down toward the city, perhaps along the Hutchinson River Parkway, the New England Thruway. Again, remember the southbound Henry Hudson is shut down at 232nd Street. Down at the Verrazano Bridge, the Staten Island-bound lanes are open on both levels. The Brooklyn-bound upper level is uh, still shut down, but the lower level is open going to Brooklyn, and then when you get off the Verrazano, you have to exit either to the Belt Parkway or Fort Hamilton Parkway. Coming in from Nassau County, they have closed the westbound LIE, the Northern Parkway, and the Southern Parkway at the Queens Line. Of course, all domestic flights uh, leaving Newark, JFK, LaGuardia are suspended at least until noon today. City subways, the uh, 1 and 2, are operating from the Bronx down to 34th Street. The number 1 is local only out of Van Cortland Park, 242nd Street down to 34th Street. Your number 2 is express only down to 34th Street. And the number 2 shuttle is operating from Flatbush Avenue to Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. The number 3 line is suspended. The 4s are running from Woodlawn in the Bronx down to New Lots Avenue, skipping Union Square, Borough Hall. The number 5s are running from Dyer Avenue down to Flatbush Avenue, but again, skipping Union Square, Borough Hall. The number 6 is running all the way down to as bleak, uh, to Bleecker Street, and then it stops there. Your F trains are running normally both ways, the B, D, and Q. And W trains have no service out of Canal Street. Path trains are operating every five minutes on the Hoboken and Newark lines to 33rd Street, making all stops both ways. Street cleaning regulations, of course, are suspended, and we'll have more coming up very shortly. Lee. Winds News Time 733. This is continuous live coverage of what's been come to be called the attack on America. Two big questions this morning. Who did it and what's next? 1010 Winds Newsman James Farity in the newsroom this morning with uh, some of that information. James? Well, Lee, President Bush vows to avenge what he calls acts of mass murder on American soil. Mr. Bush has invited congressional leaders to a meeting at the White House this morning. Much of the speculation over yesterday's horrific attacks on New York and Washington centering on terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden. CNN's Nick Robertson reports that bin Laden's host country, Afghanistan, is now trying to distance itself from what happened. Last night, of course, the Taliban moving very swiftly. Foreign Minister Wakil Ahmed Mutawakil uh, talking to journalists saying that they were not responsible, Afghanistan was not responsible, that they uh, condemned terrorism in all its forms, and they said that uh, Osama bin Laden couldn't be responsible for what had happened. Mullah Omar, the spiritual leader of the country, issuing a statement indicative of the apprehension that uh, possibly Afghanistan could be uh, a place where retribution might be sought, but certainly uh, Mullah Omar's statement, Osama bin Laden, he said, could not be responsible. This uh, type of terrorism, he said, was too great for one man. 
Many experts beg to differ, however, suggesting that Osama bin Laden is virtually the only terrorist on the world stage who could have orchestrated the coordinated hijackings and crashes. Brian Jenkins, a terrorism expert with the Rand Corporation, accepts that premise, but says the search may turn up additional co-conspirators. We may find that uh, uh, this particular action involved uh, actors from several different sources. The top Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee, Richard Shelby of Alabama, says the U.S. was caught completely off guard. This obviously was a, a failure of, of a great dimension. We had no specific warning uh, of the United States being attacked, although people have alluded to that before. Uh, we've got to do better. We must do better. Overseas, CNN's Christiana Manpour reports from London that U.S. allies are on high alert. Here in Britain, there has been heightened security, not only at the airports where I flew in today, where there are policemen with submachine guns at the entrances to the airport. There are no planes allowed to fly over central London, but also in other areas of government buildings, there is a heightened state of alert, as there are in many other capitals. It is increasingly jittery. We've heard uh, stories and reports of hoaxes, fake uh, bomb alerts, and indeed Downing Street, the Prime Minister's residence here in Britain, was evacuated of all the journalists shortly before their national security meeting, and no reason was given for that. Meanwhile, back at home, the word is the fire at the Pentagon is now under control, but a fire chief says the number of people killed there could hit 800. He says he's hoping they find more survivors, but notes no sounds have been heard coming from within the rubble. Non-stop coverage of the terrorist attacks in New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds news anchor Lee Harris. All right, the effects of this are wide-ranging. Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter and Company, which had been the World Trade Center's largest tenant, says it has limited information as to the fate of its employees who were working there. The company said on its website that the key focus and concern are for the well-being and safety of Morgan Stanley employees. Morgan Stanley says it had about 3,500 workers stationed at the World Trade Center. There's late word from the rescue site that five people have been pulled alive from the rubble. Five people pulled alive from the rubble. 1010 newsman Al Jones is there, and he will update us on that in a very few moments. The toppling of the Twin Towers disrupted phone service in the metro area. From Maine to Georgia yesterday, the Trade Center had housed equipment and antennas that transmitted millions of calls every day. The damage put an unprecedented volume of traffic into the system and overwhelmed an already strained communication system. Verizon and Sprint had facilities destroyed in those attacks. Lower Manhattan has as you've heard many times now, is essentially closed down to all but emergency service personnel. But there are people who live there. They're trying to live there this morning anyway, as we hear from 1010 Winds reporter Alice Stockton Rossini. The people living near what once was the Twin Towers have a question. When are they going to put the power on back down here for people who live? They're going to open up the... Um they're going to open up the uh, stock exchange tomorrow, but they need electricity. There's no power down here. Mark woke up this morning wishing he had a bad dream, but then all the horrible memories came flooding back. The second plane, the buildings going down, people going out windows. No people going out windows. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. The shirt Mark's wearing sums up his feelings. End of the world. Why are you wearing it? I don't know. It just fits. It felt that way. Alex Stockton, Rossini, 1010 wins in Lower Manhattan. Well, it may seem that way, but let's hope that's a bit of an exaggeration anyway. We have late-breaking word from the rescue site that five people have been pulled alive from the rubble. That is uh, better than uh, we were expecting at uh, some points. It had been quite a while since anyone had been brought to uh, St. Vincent. Nobody had been brought there since last night, so hope was fading, and this may 
be cause for renewed hope. We did get some hard numbers from Mayor Giuliani uh, a short time ago. He was live here on 1010 Winds. He told us that 259 uniformed service personnel, 202 firefighters among them, are uh, missing possibly dead, and there were 41 known dead among that number. That's the latest we have so far. Obviously, those numbers expected to rise, but right now, a little good news having come our way regarding a rescue at the World Trade Center, and we'll be going there live in a few moments with 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones. If you want to mail a letter today, the post office says it will not be picking them up from the blue post office boxes on street corners. You can take your letter, however, to a post office. It'll be handled there. And the post office will attempt to make deliveries to any buildings to which it can gain access. And that leaves out most of lower Manhattan. For the latest news, anytime, anywhere, set a news button on your car radio to 1010 Winds, New York City's most listened to radio station. Portions written by Tom Offer. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. I can't find anybody from five rescues and seven squads. It's just uh, it's a devastating thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, the fire department will, will recover, but I don't know how. I would like to tell you good morning, as we do every day at this time, but it's really not the case. The best we can hope for is that today will be better than yesterday. Just about anything would be. New York and the nation are waking up to a nightmare. Some are calling, without any risk of exaggeration, the worst tragedy ever to befall this country. We still don't have a real sense of the death toll, other than it is enormous. There is massive disruption in the city, especially in lower Manhattan. Let's get the major points in traffic and transit on the ones. Here's Pete Oriello. Right, we're getting an update here on the uh, subways now, Lee. Uh, the R trains are running uh, Brooklyn service only from 95th Street down to Court Street, and the N train is uh, also available. Is that correct, Joan? From Astoria to 34th. Astoria in Queens to 34th Street in Manhattan. And in Stillwell from Court Street in Brooklyn. Stillwell to Court. Okay, thank you very much. As you can see, we're, this information is, is coming in literally here as we're on the air. Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels are closed coming into Manhattan. The Lincoln and the Holland tunnels are shut down in both directions. The Tappan Zee Bridge is open both ways, and we are seeing some extremely heavy traffic coming over from Rockland County. In New Jersey, a number of roads are still shut down, including eastbound Route 3 at the 495 Viaduct. They have also uh, shut down the Staten Island-bound lanes of the Gothels, the Bayonne Bridge, and the Outer Bridge Crossing. Mass transit really is uh, the best way to get around, and only if you positively have to come into the city. Jersey Transit, the Long Island Railroad, and Metro North say that they are trying to provide normal service this morning. You can't get up the Gowanus. That is closed inbound at Fort Hamilton Parkway. Coming down the Henry Hudson, everything is shut down southbound at 230. 32nd Street, and also coming in from Nassau County of the LIE, the Northern and Southern Parkways westbound are shut down at the city line. Street cleaning regulations remain suspended, and of course, airports still shut down coast to coast. Lee? All right, Pete, we're getting what passes for some good news this morning. It comes from the rescue scene at what had been the World Trade Center. 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones is there, and Al, I understand we've had some rescues. Yeah, they did uh, They did actually find people. Um, uh, overnight and early this morning, they, uh, they made some Henry Headway, finding uh, at least six, maybe seven. I'm going to let firefighter Bill Duty kind of uh, break it down for us. Uh, from what I understand, they found a fire crew last night that was stuck in a void. Uh, from, uh, I think it was five or six guys that took out. And uh, there were two Port Authority cops that uh, they used a cell phone and they got in touch with someone. Somehow they found them and got them out. So the two fellows with the cell phone were found and uh, at least five firefighters uh, 
good news come out of the rubble. Also, one of the trauma surgeons here told me they pulled a 50-year-old man out a little while ago who was in uh, bad shape but uh, was talking and, and, and seemed coherent. But uh, I guess uh, that's the good news. Obviously, the, the stuff that kind of brings us all in perspective is that uh, if you count eight, nine, ten people pulled out overnight, you're still uh, missing thousands, um, not just the 200-and-odd uh, service people who are missing, but uh, the thousands of office workers who are unaccounted for. Um, the search continues, obviously. They're continuing with dogs and with probes, uh, the stuff that you see at earthquake sites around the world. That's the way they're going about this. Uh, it's about a five-story stack of debris. And I say stack because uh, the steel girders they used to hold up the ceilings, they used to form the stories, uh, have just pancaked down. And uh, you, can, you can see people climbing up on the sides of it. Uh, they're still pouring water on some spots that are still hot. So uh, most of the heavy equipment still stands at the ready. I mean, there's, uh, there might be 100 dump trucks here just lined up, strung out on all these streets waiting, uh, waiting to haul away debris. There's payloaders, there's forklifts, there's men with chainsaws, uh, men with those uh, concrete saws, jackhammers, everything. But a lot of that is kind of on hold because right now they don't want to disturb the rubble. They're poking around, hoping to find more survivors buried inside. Lee? And again, six rescued in the overnight hours. Yeah, again, at least six uh, pulled out alive, at least six, maybe seven, maybe eight. Um, good news, it is, uh, but we still have a lot to go. All right, well, let's hope there will be more. 1010 Winds newsman John Montone is at St. Vincent's Hospital where many, many of the walking wounded and otherwise wounded were taken. John, are they bringing these rescued victims to uh, the hospital, uh, as far as you know? No, they haven't, Lee. In fact, uh, I was going to say that um, one of the uh, real stark symbols of uh, how devastating uh, this uh, this terrorist attack was is, is just to look here for hours upon hours of these empty uh, triage uh, centers um, all night and into the morning doctors and nurses three times the normal staff uh, have been here waiting for victims who just never arrive uh, dr richard uh, westfall who's the associate director of the trauma center uh, told me they will continue to wait and hope they will never give up the hope that there are survivors and uh, he was uh, comparing this to Oklahoma City and what happened there, uh, saying that 24 hours later, uh, they, they had people... And uh, we've been prepared and are awaiting uh, uh, victims from the site as well. Uh, we are, uh, as uh, I think Mayor Giuliani has said over and over, we are uh, very hopeful, we are prepared, and we are uh, expecting to uh, work very hard to resuscitate the victims as they're brought here and brought to other hospitals. One of his colleagues, uh, perhaps speaking more realistically about this uh, grim situation, uh, said if there are miraculous rescues. Uh, and so far, uh, this wait, of course, has been in vain. We do have uh, some numbers here. And uh, as I give them to you, just to, to remind you as we repeat these numbers, uh, they can sound like empty statistics at times. But these uh, were, in the, some case, and are, in uh, many of the cases, living, breathing human beings. Uh, more than 360 people were brought here. Fortunately, most of them were suffering uh, from the smoke and the dust uh, inhalation. They were in the area of the Trade Center uh, yesterday, but 50 uh, did have major trauma-type uh, injuries, uh, broken bones, um, organ problems. Uh, four people who were brought here died, uh, two en route to the hospital, uh, cardiac uh, arrest. And uh, since last night, since 9 o'clock last night, not a single 
um, additional patient uh, has been brought here. But as I mentioned before, um, the triage units are ready. They are just hoping against hope for some influx of, of ambulances carrying uh, people who somehow uh, survived this horrible uh, crash. Well, it's been about 22 hours now since the World Trade Center towers collapsed, so indeed it would be miraculous to find more. But as you heard a few moments ago, six people have been pulled out alive in recent hours. So many, many people remain unaccounted for. Some, indeed, uh, may have lost their lives. Others may be, as we heard from one woman, tied up at the Gothels Bridge. Numbers have been set up to uh, help loved ones locate other loved ones. And 1010 Winds newsman Brian Carey has uh, collected those hotline numbers. He's here with us now. Brian? Well, of course, Lee, as you say, the shock over what happened is compounded with the not knowing for the families and friends of the thousands who worked at the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center and its surrounding businesses. An estimated 50,000 people alone worked in the two buildings, and that's not counting the people who passed through the area each morning. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two numbers. 1-866-856-4161. That's 866-856-4167 or 212-741-4626, 212-741-4626. There's a hotline for information on firefighters and EMS personnel, specifically that number, 718-999-24, rather 2541. Again, 718-999-2541. The general number for questions in New York City is 212-560-2730. 212-560-2730. American Airlines passenger information, 1-800-245-0999. 800-245-0999. United Airlines passenger information, 1-800-932-8555. The American Red Cross is providing several shelters in New York City. At each of those shelters, a number of services being offered. Trained disaster mental health workers will be there to, of course, tend to the emotional grief. Food, water, blankets are being provided, and Registered nurses are there as well. Red Cross spokesperson Jamie Drogan. At this point, we have about 120 registered clients, and we anticipate that there are obviously a number of more coming in. We also had disaster mental health workers in the streets in the aftermath talking with people um, and coping with people. And in terms of providing the meals at the mobile units, we anticipate in the next couple of days we'll be serving um, approximately 10,000 meals. So we're out there, and this is, of course, in the greater New York area and throughout the country, the Red Cross is there tending to needs of people everywhere. And those shelter locations are in Manhattan, Bayard, Ruston High School, 351 West 18th Street, Seward Park High, 350 Grand Street, Washington Irving High School, 40 Irving Place, Fashion Industry High School, 225 West 24th Street, Chelsea High, 131 6th Avenue, Norman Thomas High School, 111 East 33rd Street, City School, 16 Clarkson Street, JHS 2211 Columbia Street. On Staten Island, Curtis High, 105 Hamilton Avenue, and in Brooklyn, Westinghouse High School, 105 Johnson Street. The Red Cross's biggest needs, blood, money, and prayer. To give blood, you can call 800-GIVE-BLOOD. You'll be given the name of specific blood center locations. As for donating money, you should call 1-800-HELP-NOW. Remember, all of the services the Red Cross provides are provided for by volunteers. Non-stop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with Lee Harris. All right, Brian, and we do have a list of the shelters and also the numbers you gave out on our website. We have stripped it down to make it accessible to more people. Uh, you may have some trouble getting 
getting in there, but uh, you can keep trying. And again, we do have a list of the shelters and where they're located, as well as the phone numbers you can call for information on missing loved ones. Winds News Time 751. Very limited transit and traffic options this morning. Here's Pete Toriello with traffic and transit on the ones. Hudson East River bridges and tunnels are, of course, off limits coming into Manhattan. They are closed. Also, the uh, Harlem River crossings that go from the Bronx into Manhattan are closed. All of them are open going back into the Bronx, but not into Manhattan. The southbound Henry Hudson Parkway is shut down at 232nd Street. In Brooklyn, the inbound Gowanus Expressway is closed at Fort Hamilton Parkway. Coming in from Nassau County, the westbound lanes of the Long Island Expressway, the northern and southern state parkways are closed at the city line. And in Manhattan, the west side highway, the FDR Drive shut down both ways from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery, and all streets are closed from 14th Street on down. New Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad are running normal service. Path trains are running every five minutes. The latest uh, update here from the subways, the TA says the R trains are running Brooklyn service only between 95th Street and Court Street, and it's a split deal on the N train running from Astoria through 34th Street and between Steelwell Avenue and Court Street. The street cleaning regulations are suspended on a citywide basis on the Jersey side. Eastbound Route 3 remains shut down at the 495 Viaduct with traffic diverted over to Tunley Avenue. Northbound 1 and 9 was shut down beneath the covered roadway in Jersey City. And eastbound 8095, 4 and 46, as well as the New Jersey Turnpike, have no access to the George Washington Bridge. We'll have more shadow traffic coming up shortly on 1010 Winds. And if you do try to get through on any of those blocked-off routes, uh, you could find yourself facing some unintended consequences. We had on the line not too long ago a woman who had been stranded at the Gothels Bridge since 4 p.m. yesterday with no prospect of getting wherever it was she wanted to go. Mayor Giuliani has been doing what he can to calm the city's uh, populace. Speaking from the Emergency Management Center, he called in here about 20 minutes ago and said uh, the best use of your time today if you're not involved in emergency services of one sort or another may be to spend the day with your family and helping those who are in need. He also passed along this yesterday. Uh, he noted that the city does have a substantial Palestinian population and he had this advice for anyone who might be thinking about taking their anger out on members of that population. Hatred, prejudice, anger, and irrational reaction to things is what caused this terrible tragedy. And people of the city of New York should act differently. We should act bravely. We should act in a tolerant way. We should go about our business, and we should show these people that they can't stop us, and they can't. Of course, the question of who is responsible remains unanswered, but some leads are being developed. And for information on that, let's go to 1010 Winds newsman James Faraday. Only a day after the worst ever terrorist attacks on U.S. soil, investigators are furiously combing through the evidence. Newsman Jim Hickey has the latest. The hijackers who commandeered at least one of the four airplanes used in the attacks apparently smuggled knife-like objects aboard. The Boston Herald reports they eluded security by embedding the blades in plastic. The newspaper says after takeoff, the hijackers began killing flight attendants with the weapons. That concurs with reports that some passengers made panic cell phone calls from the planes before they died in the attacks. At the Pentagon this morning, correspondent Barbara Starr reports rescuers are sifting through the rubble, hoping to find survivors. The smell of smoke, jet fuel, and gas is still rising from the Pentagon. The entire area is deserted of civilian and military employees, but dozens of emergency personnel are stationed outside the building doing triage on the wounded and searching for the dead. 
At the White House, CNN's John King tells us officials may know who's responsible for the attacks. The White House has a usual suspect list that begins because of the sophistication of these attacks. Four planes hijacked at the same time. Obviously, some of the people aboard those planes being able to pilot them. The White House saying all signs point to, and we know from, again, from briefings given by senior administration officials to key members of Congress, they are saying that they believe that they are collecting credible evidence pointing to associates and affiliates of Osama bin Laden. They also caution us that they want to continue this investigation. Despite vows from officials that the terrorists would not change the way the government operates, clearly the attacks are having at least some effect. Secretary of State Colin Powell says U.S. embassies all over the world are closing their doors as a safety precaution. We have uh, given discretion to all of our ambassadors to uh, close down or temporarily suspend operations based on their judgment of the threat level. Twenty-five percent of our embassies uh, overseas are currently shut down or have suspended operations, but there are no direct threats yet to any of those embassies. It's precautionary in nature. Among the embassies shut down, those in the Middle East, where former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak called for America to lead the international community in defeating terrorism. I believe that uh, the American president should lead and will lead the whole world, the UK, the Europeans, Russia. Putin will cooperate, I'm confident. He experienced the price of terror on his own skin. The Australians, New Zealand, Israel, of course, the whole world should focus and effort on putting an end to it. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds News anchor Lee Harris. Winds News Time 756. We did get a little good news in the past hour from uh, the rescue site at what had been the World Trade Center. And that is that six people had been pulled alive from the rubble in the past few hours. No word yet on their conditions or where they've been taken. But of course, it being now almost uh, 22 hours or more than 22 hours since the World Trade Center towers collapsed, it is uh, a miracle to find anyone alive. Uh, Mayor Giuliani has indicated that there are 259 uniformed service personnel either dead or missing at this time, among them 202 firefighters. And, of course, uh, these numbers are expected to get worse, not better, as digging through the rubble continues. Wednesday news time, 7.57. Wall Street and everything south of 14th Street of a commercial nature closed today. But we do have with us 1010 Winds Wall Street correspondent Larry Kofsky. And, uh, obviously, Larry, this is not good for the nation's economy or the economy of the world. Well, the, uh, the economic impact of yesterday's reign of terror is only starting to be felt. MarketWatch.com's chief economist, Dr. Erwin Kellner, is only one of many experts predicting a downturn from what was already a precariously low second quarter growth rate. Retailers, airlines, hotels, and insurance companies are likely to take a hit. Security companies, on the other hand, could see their business jump. In the second quarter, the government estimated uh, economic growth at just a two-tenths of one percent annual rate. And with economists now saying that we are going to see at least a temporary downturn as a result of what has happened. Uh, it's uh, there, There's not a, a whole lot of room for error in terms of uh, keeping the economy on a positive path. It'll be tomorrow at the earliest before U.S. investors get a chance to react to yesterday's devastation and if overseas markets are any indication that reaction will be negative. 
London markets were already open when the attacks took place, and the Financial Times 100 index quickly tumbled to, a, a, to close at its lowest level all year. It stabilized this morning, and as of uh, about um, oh, 10 minutes ago, the FT100 was uh, up about uh, 24 points or so. In Tokyo, the Nikkei index tumbled 690 points overnight, falling below 10,000 for the first time in about uh, seven years. Once again, Wall Street closed today, as you've been hearing on 1010 wins. They're talking about resuming trading tomorrow. I think that uh, probably remains to be seen. Now, there's been some activity on the oil front as well and uh, some reports of uh, price gouging. Uh, yeah, there was a report out of uh, Kansas City, I think, uh, that uh, someone was uh, selling uh, unleaded gas at uh, $5 a gallon, despite the fact that the uh, oil companies uh, were asking their uh, retailers to uh, show restraint to keep prices stable. Uh, on the other hand, um, as I was taking my long walk yesterday from the financial district uh, up here to Midtown, um, the, uh, the delis and fruit stands uh, were selling bottles of water for the uh, typical $1. So um, where there is some price gouging some places uh, here in New York, it looks like uh, New Yorkers were just uh, looking to um, help out. All right. Thanks, Larry. Let's take a quick check of the 1010 winds AccuWeather forecast. There is weather today. Sunny today, although probably not pleasant. High 78. It'll be mainly clear tonight. Low 52 in some suburbs. 62 midtown. Tomorrow, sunshine. Some clouds. There will be a shower and a thunderstorm late tomorrow into early Friday with a high of 80. 61 degrees. Clear skies over New York. We're headed up to 78 in Midtown. This is your all-news station, 1010 Winds, WINS New York, an infinity broadcasting station. Time at the tone, exactly 8 o'clock. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.